my life completely changed. And I feel like I came back to myself, but like the best version of myself. Life was no less busy after I started making myself a priority, but I became so much of a better mom and I became so much more able to handle the things that I was having to deal with. Stay tuned as our guest McKenna Wadsworth shares her life-changing journey and tactical tips on how she transformed her life as a worn-out mother of seven. You won't want to miss this if you're struggling with meeting life's demands yourself and you're ready to take your life back again. I'm Kendra Nielsen. Welcome to Fulfillment Therapy, where you will improve your relationship with yourself, your loved ones, and with God. You'll find healing, wellness, crucial mindset shifts, and self-development help. I'm a licensed therapist, personal trainer, and coach. In this podcast, you'll learn the skills and confidence needed to transform your life from merely surviving to living a fulfilling, flourishing life. You can't reach your God-given potential and become who you were meant to become by remaining where you are. If you're ready, we'll create an ignited life you can't wait to wake up to. And yes, it's possible. It's your time to shine, my friend. McKenna, I just read this book. I haven't done a podcast episode on it yet, but I am massively geeking out about it. Have you ever read the book 5am Club? That's on my to read list after Atomic Habits. I'm like super pumped because I can't wait to read it. Atomic Habits is phenomenal as well. But I was such a dork about it. I marked it up so much. I also got the audio. So both of them I'm doing like simultaneously. So many good things. You're going to love it, especially after everything you just told me. I'm excited. Also recommend it to listeners. But I liked even just that little hack you said about plug your phone in a different room. Simple and yet very important for sleep hygiene. Totally. Yeah. And then like with your spouse, I've actually noticed a huge uptick in our relationship. We both plug our phones in and then that way we can actually connect rather than just sitting there on our phones watching videos we're actually connecting we're talking we're rehashing the day we're planning the next day we're talking and it's like having that reconnection with your spouse is also so helpful and important having your spouse do it too is, is another <laughs> helpful yeah. thing it's like a domino effect one good thing one positive change impacts all areas of your life but not just yours your husband's, you probably didn't start this with the intent to change him. It just, Mm -hmm. your example, that improvement, that atmosphere changed. Yeah, totally. That's powerful. Love that. What are you most proud of in your life when it comes to leaning in and becoming your best self and facing those fears, especially in the last year? I think I am just really proud that I actually was able to do that despite it being so busy, you know, when I hit that low in March and I really, really decided to make it a priority, I was still homeschooling. My kids were all still home and, you know, life was no less busy after I started making myself a priority, but I became so much of a better mom and I became so much more able to handle the things that I was having to deal with. 
that were so busy and so hard. I am just happy and grateful that I made those changes because I was able to handle those difficult things so much easier. Like you mentioned earlier, not just saying, oh, I just have to give, 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 and I need to not make myself a priority because you're right. I feel like that's a huge detriment in different kinds of cultures and societies where it's like, you just need to give, 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 and not make yourself a priority. You're being selfish, you know? But I'm glad that I recognize that that's not the case. It's not selfish to make yourself a priority so that you can be a better person, but also a better mom. And I actually gave a Relief Society lesson about self-care and all this after I kind of made myself more of a priority. And I had them list everything that's hard about being a mom. Well, I wrote it down, list off all the things that are hard. And so we had this huge list, you know, not sleeping, having to take everyone places and having snotty teenagers and having difficult toddlers and all this stuff, a huge list. And at the end of the whole lesson, I kind of brought it back and was like, this huge list won't go away, but when you make yourself a priority and you really take care of your self-care, you're able to handle this list of hard things. And not just being a mom, but just in life in general. There's hard things throughout all stages of life, whether you have kids or not. But if you're really making sure to take care of yourself, you can handle these difficulties so much better. Yeah. That is great, McKenna. I love that visual, too, of you just, I don't know if you wrote it on the board or what you did, but <laughs> I can just see how big that list is. And then, oh, it's huge. Yes, and then knowing it's true. You're very much not really changing your life, and yet you're totally changing your life. Totally, yeah. Just by what you're able to handle. It's like your resilience massively increases, and you're less likely to be reactive and not just half surviving or living half alive, but very much creating the life that you want. For sure. And I was also finding that I was resenting my kids, um, which is not a feeling I wanted to have. You know, I'm really doing 24-7 for you and never taking care of myself. And I found that resentment was gone. And that's a good thing to get rid of. (laughs) Definitely. Again, I'm really glad you spoke to that too, because that is another huge part that I hear from almost all of my clients, this volcano Mm -hmm. of resentment that has been building really for years and years. And Mm -hmm. you were able to let that go by focusing on you. Mm Totally. Love that. Another question for you. How do you incorporate self-care and stillness into your life? And how has it helped you become your best self? And I know you spoke to this a little bit, but is there anything else when it comes to self-care or stillness that's helped you? Yeah. Actually, one thing I really haven't talked about is the spiritual, taking care of yourself spiritually. And actually, this is probably one of the biggest things that changed for me was when I started taking care of myself spiritually, really things changed. I had so much more joy. I had so much more patience. I had so much more every positive attribute. And so with that, with stillness and spirituality, I really have tried to make that like a huge priority too. And I actually do it at night. And that's one of the things I do when I put my phone away is I'll reconnect with the spirit. I'll read my scriptures. I'll read a conference talk. I'll meditate. You know, I'll say my prayers. That reconnection with, you know, stillness and spirituality, that has been the biggest change, my foundation in all of this that has made me a better person all around. <laughs> and I feel like when I had, when I really make that a priority, I also have, I mentioned it earlier, I'll have these ideas come to my mind or, you know, you need to do this or change this or, you know, 
when you're parenting this child, say in this way. And so I feel like that is the critical foundation is having that spirituality. You know, I feel like I have support through the spirit. I have more yoking with Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ is through that spirituality. And that helps me be so much more of a better person and a better mom. And so I didn't want to leave that out. So I'm glad you asked that (laughs) because that is vital. I'm really glad that you spoke to that too. And my own journey with spirituality, and I have a lot of clients, the same thing that it's, it's often this roller coaster that's frustrating at times and really sweet and fulfilling at other times. And I think it's hard to give ourselves grace for that roller coaster. Did you find that in your journey of um, managing depression or overwhelm, all those things, that it was like that for you? And how did you get through that? I realized that that was when he was going through those questions, I realized like, wow, I have not been connecting with the spirituality at all with my Heavenly Father. I haven't read my scriptures. That was one of the things that probably dropped off the quickest. And I don't know if that's just a natural man tendency that that kind of falls off pretty quick. But yeah, I found that was one of the first things to go. And I realized that I really, really needed to make that like this has to happen. Like it's a non-negotiable. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. I do Mm -hmm. remember you saying that and you really did make that a priority and that helped. And what about, I don't know if you experienced this or not, but what about the people that are doing those things? Did you have a stage where you felt you were doing those and you didn't feel as spiritually strong, whether it was other barriers like mental health or other things being not as balanced or what? For sure. I felt like actually when I was pregnant, my last baby, before that, I had really had this like awesome connection to the spirit. And it was like probably the most spiritual I've ever been in my life once I got pregnant with her. And you know, you have the brain fog and you're exhausted, your body hurts. You just have all these physical distractions. That probably was the hardest time for me for some reason to really connect with the spirit and be spiritual. And so, yeah, for sure. And I feel like after I had her, it was also another, you know, another super kind of touch and go with spirituality because then she's waking up eight times a night and my, you're just everything about your body and postpartum is difficult. Yeah. I feel like I had a solid, like probably year um, after I got pregnant with her where I would try and it just, it was just so much more difficult for sure. Yeah. Thanks for speaking to that and being just upfront about that. I think again, that grace piece and also just self-compassion, recognizing Mm -hmm. that it might not always look like we want it to, or it yeah. should be this, it shouldn't be this, and just totally. having patience in that journey. Yeah, and there were some times where before it was all stuff, I was able to get all the stuff done spiritually, and sometimes it was like, I am reading a few verses, and I'm saying mm-hmm. my prayers, yeah. but I also have to recognize that Heavenly Father has grace and understanding, and the Lord loves effort, and so even though it looked so much smaller and so much less, Like, I also had the reassurance that he loves our effort and he loves what we can put in, even if it's just a few verses and a quick prayer. Even if that's all you can do and that's all I could do for a solid year, I still felt like he loved that little effort I put in. Thanks for saying it like that, too. He loves our effort. As small and tiny as it may be, the widow's might, whatever it is, (laughs) I just picture the Savior standing in front of us and just knowing the struggles, knowing more than anyone could know how much is on our shoulders, how much is in our heart, all of those things, and how compassionate. I just imagine him giving us this big hug and being like, it's okay. Like, you've got this. 
and it's enough and you're enough and I love you. Thank you for speaking to that. Well, I did have one more question if you're up for another one. Yes, of course. (laughs) The last one is what did you implement in your life to change it from some of the hardest times to your best within the last year? Yeah. And so I definitely, I know I've talked about this a lot, but it just really is so important when I, and probably this is a, you know, repeat of what I've said, but when I really started to make sure that I was taking care of myself, that changed it from like the lowest of the low to the best, the best version of myself, the best version of me as a mom. And the wellness wheel, you know, all the, you know, making sure I got dates with my husband and making sure I was sleeping and making sure that I was exercising and I was eating and I was drinking water. And it sounds like a lot, but it is so worth it to make sure that you're doing all those things. And I know it sounds overwhelming. When I taught this class to the Relief Society, I had a couple of people be like, I can't make all these changes tonight. Yeah. And well, I had to, to rescue myself, I also recognize that like there are some times where we can just take one and be like, I will focus on this one and make this my priority this week. Implementing those changes completely changed my life and really, truly rescued me because I was drowning in all of the ways. Yeah. And uh, it was completely transformative. Yeah. I think some people sometimes do the one thing at a time. And you were at this point where you're like, no, I need a complete overhaul. I'm all in. And I don't think there's one is right and one is wrong. And yet you were able to do it again with seven children. Like if you can do it, most of us can handle this. And I'm not saying that in a shaming way. Right. I think we often tell ourselves that's too hard. And as you were talking about it, the quote came to mind. This is not exactly, I'm paraphrasing. I never said it would be easy. I only said it would be worth it. That's the whole point of being here, right? We're meant to be challenged. We're meant to try to become our best self. And we don't do that by binge watching Netflix or staying up until one or any of these things. And again, not as a shame statement, but as who do we really want to become? What do we want to do with this life? Do you have any thoughts on that? Oh, for sure. It is so true. And it, it wasn't easy and it took a lot of sacrifice. And sometimes it was like, all I want to do is binge watch Netflix. <laughs> but I knew that when I did, or if I didn't do these things, I knew what the alternative was. Like I yeah. knew where it took me and I did not want to go back there again. Yeah. And so I just had to just kept, keep reminding myself, this will be worth it. You know, this will help. And it did. Like, it really, really did. And and there were some of them, some of the things like exercising or going to sleep early and waking up early, those were physically hard. And it took a couple weeks, a couple of months for it to be, okay, this really is making a difference and really, really helping me. But I just had to realize, like, I just have to keep going. I just have to keep doing these things. I have, have to keep making these sacrifices that may not be super easy because, heck, when I'm at the end of the day and I, you know, have done all the stuff for the kids, my brain is exhausted. My body is exhausted. Everything is exhausted. All I want to do is just turn it off and watch a show. <laughs> like I said to remind myself, this makes me a better person. And this makes me so much happier than if I stay up till one o'clock watching TV shows. Yeah. It's almost like you were trading in that short-term fix that never gives true satisfaction for something lasting and much better. Oh, I mm-hmm, love totally. that. The cost was too high to not 
do it. Yes, because I had been there and I did not want to go back. I don't know if you can see this. I'm just going to show you. Nobody else can. But, oh, probably not. But I had yeah. like notes all over the place, scribbling out all your That's little awesome. insights. <laughs> I really appreciate it because it's one thing when I say it, a counselor says it, somebody else. I really want to have more people on that are just everyday heroes. I've mentioned this before. And I feel like that's exactly who you are doing things that are incredible. And my favorite part about this is you are raising seven children that are watching your example. If you would have stopped earlier and just continued that trajectory, how would they have learned to take care of themselves without floundering for potentially decades before they started taking care of themselves? That's the legacy that you're leaving. And I'm curious if you've seen the fruits of that at all yet. I totally, yeah. I'll be, you know, exercising, riding my bike or lifting weights. And we bought little kid weights so that they could like kind of do it together. And then all of a sudden, because this is just how it is with motherhood. Like you have little baby ducks and they just kind of follow you everywhere, no matter where you go. And so they'll know I'm downstairs exercising and, and like one is there, two is there, three is there, you know, eventually like they're almost all there, whoever's in the house and they're like lifting their little baby weights or they're walking on the treadmill and, you know, and I'll hear them say, Oh, this is so much fun. Like I love working out or, you know, I love doing this kind of stuff. And I can see that this is passing it on to them. Like, like, Oh, mom does need to take care of herself and she needs to get this I'll, and I'll mention it to him. Oh, mommy's exercising because it's good for me physically and mentally. And, and I can see them like, Oh yeah, you're right. This is good for me too. And I want to start doing this as well. That is incredible. I'm so glad that you're able to do that and to change in such an amazing way. People told me, and I like to resist what people tell me I can't do. <laughs> They're like, you can't work out when you're pregnant. You need sleep. You need this. You... So I was like, I'm going to work out through all my pregnancies. I'm just going to do it. I'm deciding now. And I did. And even when I had babies that woke up in the night, I'd still try to get up early. There were so many times I'd be doing sit-ups with that little baby on my chest or like, you yeah. know, those kids underneath you while you're doing planks. You just yep. make it happen if it's a priority, which it needed to be. Mm -hmm. Oh, yep. So powerful, McKenna. Thank you so much for yeah. sharing your story yes. with us today. No problem. That was incredible. What would you say if you were to leave our audience with a final thought on everything you shared with us today? What would be the one thing that you'd want them to remember and to lean into? I think just the thought that you are worth it. You are worth the time that it takes to do these things. And there is no shame in making sure that you're taking care of yourself. You know, it's like the oxygen mask on the airplane. If you don't put oxygen mask on yourself first, you can't put it on the people next to you. You know, and also like you can't serve from an empty bucket. This is so important and you are so worth it. You are so worth the time and also to not feel guilty. This is probably the best thing that you can do for your kids, or at least one of the best thing that you can do for your kids and husband, because you want to make sure that they have the best version of you as their mom and their wife. And I just think that it is so important. Oh, I just love that. And I have said this to several guests. I always want to leave the door open for maybe coming back and six months or a year and sharing your wins and your growth and insights. Is that something you'd be open to in the future? Yeah. Totally. Awesome. I really appreciate you coming in and sharing that again, because so much of this audience really struggles feeling like they're worth it and really has a hard time setting down that guilt. And for you as a mother of seven to set it down and say that it's possible is very powerful. 
So thank you so much for being an example and sharing your truth with us today. I really appreciate no that. Problem. Well, we'll have you back soon and you take care. Sounds great. I hope you enjoyed this wonderful episode with the beautiful McKenna Wadsworth. Please go ahead and share it with loved ones that you know would benefit. Also, sign up for our Costa Rican Women's and Men's Wellness Retreat, June 16th through the 22nd, 2024. Any adult is now able to sign up. Make this the best holiday ever by purchasing this for a loved one. My husband, also a certified therapist, will be running the men's retreat at a neighboring property. Not only will you be able to transform your mental health and wellness, you'll also be able to do life-changing excursions like snorkeling with sea turtles, sailing, surfing, horseback riding, restorative hot springs and mud baths, volcano and waterfall hikes, zip lining, and so much more. Both include lodging, food, entertainment, psychoeducation, wellness resources, professional training, and life-changing restoration in this unforgettable experience that will launch you towards becoming your best and most fulfilled self. You are worth it. Grab one of the few spots left in this exotic getaway right now. Take care, my friends, and I will see you back here so very soon. If this podcast has helped you gain the insights and skills needed to propel you towards transformation and joy, the number one way to help me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. Like you, I'm striving to become my higher self by helping others thrive. And I do that most effectively if you use your influence and give a review. Share this episode with a friend or share it on social media and let others know how it has helped you. I would be so very grateful and excited that we're creating positive ripples in so many lives. If you want to connect, you can find me on Fulfillment Therapy on Facebook and Instagram or go to fulfillmenttherapy.org. Thanks for listening and shine boldly and brightly, my friend.